0: Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. My name is Mike.
1: My name is Stan.
0: We have a we have a new little feature today where we're 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 gonna have a Unscripted Gaming Talks Television mm-hmm. or TV Ooh. for short. The other other
2: Septop box, you say?
0: Yes, yes. The much much lessly le- much less developed and much shittier box on your TV stand that sometimes puts movie pictures in front of you. You know
1: All right. I can only take you bitching about TV for so <laughs> long.
0: You stop right there. Hey, hey, I like TV. Then, then leave it alone. I will say that the hardware behind television is terrible, but TV's good. I was a cord cutter for a while, and then I got TV again because I missed it. I'm going to so. recut
1: the cord. I just haven't turned on my DirecTV box in over five months.
2: Anyways, we're well, here to talk about... A show that, a Netflix original show that came out pretty recently, uh, took the world by storm, and I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoyed Stranger Things.
0: Indeed. Real quick, before we get started, I'm going to give a disclaimer. From this point forward, there is no safe haven against spoilers. We may not spoil things, but we probably will. So if you're still watching the show or plan to, you may want to pause right now, go devote the next eight hours of your life to watching the show, then come back and come talk to us. Real
1: talk. It's about Good? six and a half. They're 45 minutes episodes.
0: Some of them are 50, 55 minutes. Uh, the last one is. Some of the middle ones are two. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. but, but yeah, the, you see that big thing that's still flashing? That's a spoiler alert that I have here. You should pay attention to it. Uh, okay, you've been warned. Let's proceed. Well,
2: I mean,
0: Mike, I, what is Stranger Things for those who may not know, who still shouldn't be listening to this? Yeah, I was about to say. At what point? What that was a horrible lead-in. Fire yourself. Well, there's, hey, you know what? I Stan, Stan,
2: let me let me just let me let me bail my boy out here. All right. Well, Stranger there's Things there's is a be one
0: person. Stranger Things,
2: like I said, it's a Netflix original. Um, Let me find, like, a a good summary. And basically, it's kind of the story of, like, a small Indiana town, and there are a couple of young friends. Uh, It's kind of set in the early 80s, and one of them goes missing. They find a mysterious girl. Things get supernatural. Um, And, I mean, just from the, like, the whole premise of this thing, like, the second you just even take a look at the, the poster for this, show, like, the fact that it even has a poster, this thing is okay. just a balled-up nostalgia love letter to things like E.T., I mean, other Spielberg classics like Poltergeist, I mean, other kind of things like Stephen King, you have a little bit of John Carpenter in there with the score, and it's just... Yeah, well, it's basically I
0: basically every 80s monster movie kind of condensed down... In an executed, in a modern, in a modern way.
2: Exactly, and it's just, like, I... that's what's, I, man. This show just, it really just nailed the vibe of that whole, kind of, like Spielbergy, where kids were on an adventure. It's kind of a coming of age thing, uh, but there's also a little bit of horror in it. It just, man, everything just came together so well in this show. I mean.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I felt like, at least in the early parts of the show, there there were some distinct uh, kind of tropes going on. Mm-hmm. Where, where you were getting introduced to the character, the setting, uh, the protagonist, the, the, the shadowy government figures, we're, the monsters. Um, we're
1: we're kind of hammering and hawing. Let's just take it from the top. So, the series starts off with something very simple. It shows a bunch of kids in basements playing Dungeons & Dragons. Woo. It starts off playing Dungeons & Dragons. You find one kid. He's just trying to go home from school. Oh, actually, no. I take that back. The show starts off in media res. I forgot about the first three minutes. And it shows a scientist running down the hallway from what is some monster that you never get to see chasing him. monster catches him. Then it shows the kids playing Dungeons & Dragons. Then one of the kids goes home. Then the kid gets chased and then captured by the monster. But is the kid captured? Because he's some weird things start happening and then they meet this girl that escaped from this weird sci-fi facility that you saw earlier meets the kids hunting for their friends that's been captured by the monster and then they discover this girl has weird psychic powers and then this series just kind of explodes from there why does she have weird psychic powers what did this monster do to the kid the monster captures someone else what happens when the monster captures someone does it eat them why does the monster have no face why where did this girl with psychic powers come from how powerful are her psychic powers Oh, they're that powerful. Okay, (laughs) why are they that powerful? Oh, that's why they're that powerful. (laughs) So on and so forth. Don't worry, there's a B and a C plot, but I thought they were shit, (laughs) and they ultimately meant nothing to the entire story, in my opinion. Uh, Actually, my favorite character is the sheriff, but he's meant to be your favorite character.
0: Um, Yeah, I think kind of like what Josh was saying. My favorite character was the diner owner. Of, of it, course it, didn't it was. Well no, that you, you would say. <laughs> but yeah,
2: kind of like you were, like what uh, what you were saying, Josh. I mean, there's so many familiar kinds of like, uh, that's what I think I really loved about this show. I mean, it's it has a gr- it does such a good job of like establishing this really familiar setting. Like you you know these characters already, even though you haven't met them. You know, there's the mom who's kind of crazy. You know, there's, the like, the weird girl. There's, like, the, you know, dickhead cop or whatever. Uh, and then they just... And then there's, like, oh, douchey boyfriend. Like, older sister who's, like, a, just an aloof kid. And they, so they establish all these. Or, or even, like, one of the other kids is basically... Like, he's just... is chunk from the Goonies. Like, that's how on-the-nose they get with some of this stuff. Which is... I mean, on one end, it's great that they do that because it's done so well that, I mean... That was another thing that really impressed me was just all the child actors just nail it like they do it feels so natural I have
0: not seen child acting that good in that in quite some time yeah not, exactly not just like one or two like the entire group of kids that they got nailed their parts yeah they were very believable. incredibly well yeah
2: I think like especially you have to give credit to uh the young actress. her name is Millie Bobby Brown, who played uh eleven or l. I mean to put on that kind of performance with. I mean, she did not have a lot of dialogue to work with, like barely any, no. and she no, did she, a great. She gr- she, she, well. she was incredible performance. I mean, that's a clipped,
0: und- word, clipped words and and you know facial expressions really, and she nailed so what's it great exactly. About
1: this show is there are certain points of this show where I admit I forgot I was watching a show, I was just in and that that that's good acting that's good world building that's good setting it's an all around uh, good yeah. program uh,
0: there aren't there aren't that many shows that i can think of where i stop where i start to forget that these are actors right like they're just people doing a thing and you're watching somebody recording them living their actual life yeah it's life. like a day so in the life they're you're just that good And while we're on that topic, can we just give some fucking props to Winona Ryder? Her performance in this thing is spectacular. Yeah, like, I think, like,
2: exasperated mom of Missing Child can be a really, like, bummer performance. Or, like, something that's just, like, oh, my God. Like, eye-rolling, if you're not careful with it. But, But, I mean, she she definitely is, like, at a higher level than a lot of people, but she... It, you can like really they, she does a great job and I think they uh, also like yeah. um,
0: She plays that she plays that line of the the mom slowly going insane from losing her child in a supernatural fashion and knowing that everybody thinks she's crazy and a terrible mom, but knowing that she's actually not and not quite sure if she knows what she knows or feels what she feels or saw what she saw and that whole arc of her character going through that and her portrayal of that person is just it was it, it, it I mean my opinion that's a master class in, in acting right there that was phenomenal
2: it yeah was really, I, I, was really good. like that's what, I, and, I, and that's kind of what I was going to get to earlier it's just that, that that's what's so awesome about this show is that it, they don't just have these like kind of really familiar tropes just to be like hey look at these tropes but then they just it like with how modern like the show is really modern, despite it its kind of nostalgic feel. I mean it does really it takes these characters in really different directions. Like douchey boyfriend actually, you know, gets things right, you know. Aloof sister kind of becomes unaloof and, you know, is caring and is involved and involved caring involved. and it's know. and they and they do and just the way they always do that, they turn those things upside down, here—is is really cool. It's, it's really kind of interesting to see because we're so familiar with all those ideas.
1: Um, well, they kind of turn it on its head again. Like, at the very end, you expect the geeky guy to get the girl. Nope. Dick boyfriend got the girl at nope, the end. Oh, yeah, he's he's still tagging it. <laughs> Stupid-ass Christmas yeah. sweater and everything.
0: But you, you always think that it doesn't matter because it's not the guy she's supposed to be with, but because they went through this extraordinary situation, they're just automatically going to end up together. But, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. sometimes that's not how – maybe his, his depiction of her and her boring life, it was actually semi-apt and she isn't necessarily going to do anything about it even after this spectacular circumstance. I want to say, and like,
1: for the first three episodes, I was just not feeling the show until – the end of episode three, and then when episode four started, and it's only like eight episodes long. So, right mm-hmm. when episode yeah. four started, I was like, Oh, 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 we're in. Oh my gosh, oh, th- I'm in. Yeah, I'm I in. think that that was actually
2: something I kind of liked here, or at least another kind of that Spielberg y vibe of lots of time to build the characters and build the tension, like shit pots. Ship pops off in Poltergeist pretty quick compared to things something like Jaws but it there's definitely a lot they definitely take the time in establishing the setting so you it making all of that feel really familiar and kind of kind of wallowing and wallowing's the wrong word because that's negative but really embracing and taking the and being patient like um to really Just to give that initial investment, which made it all, for me, work so much more, like, as the show kind of got raced raced towards the end.
0: I understand why they did it, too, because when I was – when I'd finished the show, because I'd watched it on a recommendation from Mike, uh, and I started watching it, and a a day and a half later I was done. I was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. I need more. And I was like, oh, I want to see – you know, this This has probably been out for some time. I want to see what's coming on with season two or what's going on. And I look it up and I'm like, oh, this has been out for five days. Uh-huh. Shit. So I started reading everything I could because I'm like, I, I need to know more. And I was reading an interview with the brothers who produced and, and made the show. And they said in their original writing of the script and of the story, Elle uses her powers to its, to the max basically really early on. When they realized they had as much time as they did, when they had a full eight hours to work with and, and eight episodes, they are like, you know what, we're going to kind of dish this out over time and we're going to make it kind of a slower drip of, of figuring out what's going on and, and what, what is happening, who is this person, where is this place, what is the upside down, which you know they apparently they have a 30-page document about the upside down okay so that's like, cool there, the, the, it was incredibly well thought out but but the the slow drip of stuff at the beginning was very intentional to kind of build your suspense and your mm-hmm. what the hell is going on well as you're watching it so
1: i think me and mike talked about this earlier um this is not a series that you watch like this this series was obviously not planned to be weekly because as a weekly yeah show, it, it's actually would be horrible but it is definitely something you should I think that's a bit I weekend. think that's
2: harsh but I this it really does feel like Netflix designed this show from the ground up to be watched more like an 8-hour movie than than a TV yeah. show. I mean, it's this show is lean and mean with the script like there if it, like even saying taking the show from 8 episodes to like 13 episodes and covering that same amount of story, like you could see like there's it just feels like they really like this. Like I just said, this thing is lean. They don't really do a lot they of were things type, that they, were... they don't waste a lot of time. They don't you know create a lot of weird, like really unimportant subplots. I feel like everything is either advancing the plot, establishing that setting, you know, moving characters, putting them in interesting different situations, or doing really cool stuff like visually and design wise.
0: Yeah, I never really felt like there was a scene in there that didn't need to be in there for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Th- Nothing th- I felt like
2: n- very few moments were really kind of wasted on that show, which was in the age where you know you get um I mean I, I guess even a small detail like this show doesn't have like a previously on stranger things like it, no, it knows you right it. Like it it yeah, knows you just watched the last one which yeah, I, it just keeps it binged. like exact which I think is like a really interesting kind of kind of new thing. Uh, I, it's a strange thing.
1: Uh, like, uh, the the show plays like a, just a really long movie.
0: And it kind of mm-hmm. ends like really a
1: really does. long movie.
0: Also, can we, All can right. we spend the last couple so seconds talking
1: about that ending?
0: Yeah, so and I was just getting ready to All ask. Right. So the show ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. Not really, but... I'd I think you're incorrect,
2: but anyways, it's not like a gratuitous cliffhanger. It's more of like a, it's like a a promise of spooky things like, to come. Oh
0: fuck, this isn't over. Now, as tight as this season was, as great as it was, as much as I think they have about the upside down and and the story and the world and the setting, do you want? a season two that continues on with these characters in this plot line or do you want the true detective style where season two follows a new stranger things thing happening you know maybe like an maybe anthology you kind of about series the Russians doing their experiments and getting into their version of the upside down or, or something of that you know another stranger Thing-esque thing esque thing that's related, but not mm-hmm. these characters in this setting. Uh,
2: I think I think the show creators, they are leaning towards uh, doing the second season as a, a direct continuation of the first. And honestly, I, I mean I, I get the concern with you know not I mean the first season being so great and just so tight and not wanting to like kind of bloat it. Um, but on the other hand, like the, this these characters in this cast are just they're so well developed and so they've already invested, done a great job building up, building them up. Uh, I think that there's still a lot of things that they can do with these characters and a lot of interesting stories to tell. And on the other hand, as one of the few victims of the second season of True Detective, sometimes doing the anthology thing just means you get something that's actually like way, way worse than the first season. And so I, I personally – I think I'm I, – I understand, like, can, the concern, like, about why like why people would want them to do an anthology. But, I, I mean, clearly yeah. they've got – they're doing some great stuff there, and they have such a great cast already. I, I'm curious to see them roll out for at least one I'll more I'll say right now guys.
0: I honestly cannot decide which I will prefer. <laughs> because I like both ideas there's a part of me that can't imagine not knowing what happens happens next and there's a part of me that's like you know what I kind of like just having it in there in that kind of question mark and mm-hmm. then seeing another story that they have to tell in this universe or, or something like that and I because both I think would be great or both could really suck depending on what kind of Ideas they have, how they execute it, you know, how how they handle the success of the first season. And mm. <laughs> right now, I just can't decide which I want more.
1: I uh, would have appreciated it more if s- it, this wasn't just a season one, if this was a show that was self-contained and ended, honestly. Like, if, if you want to build off of that, that's great, that's fine, but, you know... There You'll was, always have season one, so... Yeah, yeah, but the way season one ends... It obviously leads into, like, obligatory, we we want a season two. Well, well I, I mean, not necessarily.
2: I mean, if you think about, like, think about some of the, you know, older, like, things with, I mean, kind of, like, this show draws a lot on things like the X-Files and Twilight Zone, and a lot of those episodes... Of that show have the kind of, you know, the stinger kind of ending where like something spoopy happens like, oh, they didn't quite get it right. Or there's something and still kind of the out there, up, but and then, then they the
0: question mark fades in It's
2: ex- well, ex- something ex- kind of like that. Yeah. So and then they just never really revisit that. And I think and, you know, for I, I think that works fine. Like, I think that works. That's kind of like fun. So there, I
0: think there are that a there's lot of definitely Monterey's that don't mind leaving a hanging thread and being like mm-hmm. did everything end up working out okay? I don't know. What do you That think?
1: reminds me I need to watch Cloverfield Lane. Thank you for that. That but, is a that's that,
0: sidebar
2: that's an awesome movie. Okay, it's I'm going to add really it to my good. Amazon. It's a lot of
1: It's 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 a good movie
0: because it, I really liked Cloverfield. I know you did. <laughs> fucking C- wait it. hold
1: on huge nitpick i am tired of monster movies where the monsters are like impervious to like any sort of conventional weaponry what are these angels from avon gillian do they just have 80 fields constantly deployed yeah that's a nerdy-ass
0: joke <laughs> i'd make it again but yeah y- you know what you just need to make a giant 80-foot robot with two pilots maybe then everything's <laughs> solved <laughs>
2: maybe boom <laughs> problem solved and I guess just kind of since we're kind of you know getting close to our, our wrap-up time here, fellas, I guess just the one kind of parting point I wanted to make about Stranger Things. I mean, apart from, I just thought it. I think it was some of the strongest original content that Netflix has produced. I think it probably. I don't know if, how how many other people agree with me. I think it. My. I personally. It's probably my favorite thing Netflix has produced. Uh. Originally. And I just wanted to give a shout out to the score because it was awesome. And they, man, there are some great moments in there that happened because the score is so well used. And it's yeah, man, that show's good.
0: That, mu- that music is great. Uh, for me, you know, I'll just say is like, I I I didn't know it, but I really needed a show like this right now. I've been without like a good, you know, good series in quite a while, and and this was really this scratched that itch perfectly, um, and I I just can't speak highly of it enough because it's it it was so surprising it came out of left field for me personally I hadn't heard anybody talking about it. it, Mike recommended it to me I watched it I'm blown away by it I'm trying to find somebody to watch it with me because I just want to watch it again. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, I'm i I'm excited to see what happens next with these guys.
2: Absolutely. Any parting shots, Stan?
1: Nah, I liked it. Uh, if there's going to be a sequel, there's going to be a sequel. But, yeah, I, I dug it. I liked it a lot. I have very little complaints about it. anything I complained about. It. It's just a, a small little nitpick. But it was good. It was really good. Those fucking Christmas... Any scene involving
2: the Christmas lights in the house was just...
0: Oh man, that that they were so god, that's so genius. good! Oh my god! Oh, that was the worst, but also, also the best. How, how fucking inventive of that mom to be like, "All right, I'm seeing this pattern. Okay, we're gonna just go buy every fucking Christmas light, and we're gonna just hook this house up." And little did they know too that that would become useful and helpful later on in oh my the god. Series, in the like, show too. That fucking Ouija board be, shit was it, so
2: like that's so good. It like looked man, ah. Oh. I
1: love this show. It It went from
0: communication device to, like, detection device. Mm -hmm. It was – oh, man. So What did that monster do to just
1: go back to the – does it just warp in and out? I thought it had to break through barriers, but it didn't look like it broke through a barrier when the kids were burning it.
0: It seemed like it had its own ability to – like, it could use the barrier that had been created during the field experiment or the one that was in the woods. Um, I mean, it, it, it created its like it, own barriers. Yeah, and I I don't know how, and maybe, maybe because the first tear had been created, it then gained the ability to create its own. I don't think they ever really seemed like they showed anything particular about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's not important,
1: I guess, at the and end of the day. Yeah, I mean, this is a thing that, as I mentioned before, completely impervious to human conventional weaponry. So, what do I care if it could travel between dimensions?
0: <laughs> hey, they eventually killed so it.
1: L broke a, it apart atom by atom. <laughs> That's what it took to kill yeah. it.
0: <laughs> gotta do what you gotta yeah. do. Yeah. All right, we're done. <laughs> See, it's one of those shows that where you you remember one thing, and you're like, oh my god, this was cool, and it did this and this and this, and oh my god, you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it led to this later on, and I wasn't even thinking about that originally. Man, yeah. Okay. So, if you know, who knows? We may we may watch another TV and come back to unscripted talks TV. Who knows? But if you want to find out about that, you should subscribe here on YouTube. I don't know why I always do the like YouTube thing. And do the point yeah, down. Yeah, no one not see recording you. the video or anything. I don't care. I'll do it anyway. Click here on YouTube. Just click the subscribe button. Go to Facebook.com. Look up Unscripted Gaming. Twitter.com. Unscript underscore gaming. You can also go to SoundCloud.com Unscripted dash gaming to keep us in your pocket. Take us with you on the go and follow us on every social media out there. But thank you for listening to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. My name is Mike.
1: My name is Ray. I threw him for a loop. You like that?
2: Peace. Peace.
0: Hey, that's Mike's. Give me that back. That's Mike's. Give that back. Thank you. Thank...